Hey, I'm Mike. And this year, thanks to Metro, nothing's getting between me and my holidays. As a rideshare driver, I know a thing or two about going the extra mile. And Metro's helping me go even further. Metro covered the switching fees and gave me and the family high-speed data for only $25 a line for four lines. Plus, we scored four free Galaxy phones from Metro just for switching. Now, we can all get in the holiday spirit streaming our favorite tunes and ring in the new year over video chat with family and friends. You work hard. Switching to Metro isn't. This season, there's zero fees to switch. And right now, enjoy Metro's lowest price. Just $25 a line for four lines, plus four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. I'm Mike, and that's how I rule my holiday with Metro. Plus device sales tax with eligible port in a no T-Mobile service in past 180 days. One phone per line while supplies last. If new line deactivates, all lines lose four-line promo rate. Additional terms apply. Limited time offer. See Metro by T-Mobile.com. Hey guys, it's Varsha, and this episode was sponsored by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. You guys can record a podcast using Anchor in a fun and easy way. You can also add music and other features to make your podcast even better. Anchor automatically distributes your podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and various other platforms. You guys can also listen to podcasts on Anchor as well. The best part of Anchor is it's also free at no cost. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, it's your host Varsha and Mega, and welcome back for another episode of Real Time with Mega Varsha. I know it's been a very long time and we're so excited with this new episode. Hey guys, I hope you're all staying safe and positive. Today we have another special guest featuring our episode. Yeah, I'm so excited that she's here with us. I have my friend Devika Kumar in the panel. Hey everyone, my name is Devika and I'm going to be a freshman at UC Davis this fall for um as an econ major. By the way, congrats on getting into UC Davis. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. So So we wanted to ask Devika about her high school experience and the process of college admissions. Also, we have some questions from our listeners to ask you more about the whole process in detail, and they will be answered at the end of this podcast, so make sure to listen until the end. So, Mega and I are going to our junior year, and we both are really like stressed out, especially with like online classes and SATs. And I know when you were a junior, the virus wasn't a, really a problem. But how did you manage your junior with extracurricular activities, classes, and SATs? Yeah, right now I've been really stressing out, and I have no idea how I'm going to manage everything this year. Yeah, so junior year was probably the hardest, um, but also the best year for me in terms of academics, because junior year I focused on school more than my extracurricular activities, because by the time I was a junior. I already had a lot of extracurriculars that would fill up my college applications. Um, one main thing I focused on during my first few years of high school was dance, and um, when I was a junior, handling dance and my studies was a little overwhelming for me. So I took a little break from dance to focus on my studies and my academics, and that was really beneficial for me. So I would definitely recommend focusing on one thing at a time. I also have another question: How many APs should we take? Um, I don't recommend taking a lot of APs at once because um, a lot of people have this idea of it's better to take more APs, but that's really not necessarily true because um, you can end up doing really bad on everything at once because all of it together can be hard for you to handle. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Also, about the SATs, we know that this test is an important part of college admission. And right now, many colleges announce that SAT is now optional. Do you think we should still take it? And if we do, what's the benefit? Yes, I would definitely recommend taking the SAT. And I believe that UC schools are completely getting rid of them. So unless you are applying to only UC schools, I would recommend taking the SATs. And not all schools you apply for will make it optional. Also, if you have a decent SAT score, adding that score will help you make your college applications look really good. Essentially, what colleges are looking for is if you would stand out and adding your SAT score is a good way for colleges to see if you would be a good fit for their school. Also, if there is anything that's optional on college apps, I would definitely recommend doing it because there really is no harm in adding something that is optional, but there is always a benefit to it. And if you end up do not doing good on your SATs, you have that option of not putting it on your college app. So yeah, take the SATs. Yeah, and also I had a follow-up question on that. So should you take SAT with essay or without essay? Because I think the college admissions and like a lot of other colleges, like they voted on like that question should this and so they eliminated it. So they said like you don't have to take the SAT with essay. So people are like not doing the essay unless the those specific colleges require it. So what's your take on that? Like what's like your opinion about like should you take it with essay or without essay? Yeah, I would say you should probably take SAT with essay because everyone that I've talked to, um, they always recommend having your SAT with essay and colleges, whenever they say that something is optional, they want to see if you'll end up doing it or not. So yeah, take the essay. Okay. okay. Do you have any tips for those taking the SAT? Um, I'm probably not the best person to be answering this question because um, for me personally, I didn't do too well on my SAT. I had a really good GPA, which was what really made me stand out. But the two main things that I did in order to prepare for the SAT and the things that my friends also did who had really good scores were SAT prep and Khan Academy. When it comes to SAT prep, it can be Elite or Excel or C2 or anywhere else that benefits you. But going to an SAT prep has helped a lot of people I know improve on their scores um, and it could be beneficial to you. Another thing that I did was Khan Academy because I believe Khan Academy is partnered with the College Board and they have up to seven or eight practice exams and you can check your score and they have lessons on what you need to improve on. Okay, that's good. Marcia and I are currently t- taking SAT classes, so hopefully we'll do yeah. well in our And I think Khan Academy is also really helpful because like I've done Khan Academy, like I think a lot of my friends are also doing it and they were saying like it's really helpful for them too. Like you can track mm-hmm. your track everything, what you're doing and stuff. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, Vivika, you weren't able to have like a graduation and like prom got cancelled. So how do you really feel about that? And how was like the whole experience, even though we would never imagine something like this would ever happen? Um, I was really, really sad when everything got cancelled because graduation and prom are one of some of the most defining moments of high school and not being able to participate in those activities or saying a proper goodbye to all my friends and my teachers was difficult at first but um, I am really thankful for what our school did for our graduation because we had this different ceremony where we would be grouped together by last name and we would dress up in our grad attire and go to school with our friends and families to pick up our diploma at school and it was consi- it was cool considering the fact that not many schools even 
got a ceremony and some schools had a virtual ceremony. So I was very thankful to have an in-person dad. Like if I were in your place, I would also felt the same. Day. I would be really sad, you know, because everything got canceled. Then you, re- you guys, like all the seniors, look forward to what they're like prom. Like to- they look forward to graduation and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I really get how you feel. Yeah. yeah. Did the coronavirus affect your college admissions? No, not really, because most of the decisions had come out before quarantine and the whole COVID-19 situation got worse. However, some schools that I was waitlisted to sent me an email saying that I'm still going to be on the waitlist. And I wasn't necessarily taken off of the waitlist, but I was still on the waitlist. And the reason being was because of COVID-19. Oh, okay. And college applications might be one of the stressful things about senior year. You got into UC Davis. It was just a competitive college. So how was the application process? What are some things that we need when we're applying? And what made your application unique? Yeah, so the application process itself wasn't too bad because that's really the main thing you focus on as a senior. Um, The most difficult thing will probably be the essays, but essentially you're just reusing most of them. So you only really need to write like six to seven essays at most. I also took easy classes my senior year and I would definitely recommend doing that so you can focus on other things like your college applications. And so that could be the reason why I, the college app process wasn't too stressful for me. I started writing my essays in June before my senior year and started filling out the ap- actual application in October. The main things colleges are looking for is your academics. Um, it's GPA first, then SAT, then subject score and AP scores, and then it comes to extracurriculars. Now, um, now that you both are going to going into your junior year, I would say focus more on your SATs and GPA, and then focus on your extracurriculars. However. That doesn't necessarily mean extracurriculars aren't important because they are. Um, The one thing that made my app unique would be the feminist club that I started in school with some of my friends called I'm That Girl. And I talked about how I was the vice president of this club for three years in a row and all the events we organized as a club and current affairs. And um, yeah, so. That's really cool how you started a club. Yeah, cause like <laughs> I, I honestly like join on like two club, cause like my friends they all like want to be the president. So is there like a problem if you join too many clubs? Like what's cause mm-hmm. every single person in my school is like joining so many clubs, and they ask me like, oh Varsha, why didn't you join any club? So I was like, oh, I mean, like I'm in the speech and debate club, and then like some like mm-hmm. other two clubs, but I'm only really more active in the speech and debate one than the other ones. So what's mm-hmm. like your opinion? So should you? like join so many clubs or like would that hurt your application or anything like that was just one I, I don't think it, it it would hurt your application but it won't benefit it either um it's it depends on the person if you can handle it take do like if you can handle school and all these clubs and extracurriculars then I would say do it but if you can't and you know how much you can handle you have to limit yourself you know 
that's a very cheesy thing to say, but it's honestly the truth. And one of the biggest moments of my dance journey was being able to have my very own Aryanatrum. And Aryanatrum is basically a two-hour solo dance recital accompanied by a live orchestra. And um, when I was a junior, I knew that I needed to take a break and focus on my studies because, like I said, I wasn't able to handle everything at once. So, yeah. Wow, that's that's really amazing. That is, yeah. Because like, like you danced too and at the same time, you know, you kept, like you studied as well at the same time, which is like really good. And you're like in UC Davis now, like. Yeah, wow. <laughs> By the way, I hope we're not like pressurizing you with too many questions. Davis, so if you don't mind, would you answer some more questions from our listeners who are really curious to know more about the process? Of course, I'd love to answer these questions. Our first question is from, I'm sorry if I mispronounce anyone's names, but at Sanvi Bapu, and she asked, what would you imagine the biggest difference of college and high school is? I would also like to add on to the question and ask what you're looking forward to in college. I think the biggest difference for me will be learning how to become more independent and figuring things out on my own. When you're in college, you have to start adulting and not relying on your parents for everything. And that'll probably be the biggest difference for me. But also at the same time, I'm looking forward to living on my own and taking care of myself in college because obviously I'll have a little bit of more freedom. So yeah. <laughs> right now, That's maybe exciting. you're not having too much freedom because you're at <laughs> yeah. home. And like... No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm joking with you. So our qu- second question is from, again, if I mispronounce your name, I'm sorry. Um, Rainy the waifu, will schools open this year? Unfortunately, my school isn't opening this fall. I mean, it is opening. You can live on campus if you want, but it's not recommended. So I'm staying home. Um, but I do know that a lot of schools are still be- going to be open. Like one of my friends, she's going to school in Ohio. Um, so that's that's open. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, honestly, like the COVID is really unpredictable, so we have no idea what's going to happen. My school's going online until October, and we might return back, but if, you know, the cases rise again, we won't be coming back for the rest of the semester, especially, you know, when winter's coming and it's the flu season. Yeah, also same thing for me. Like our district like announced that we're going online, but they will open like after like the cases like decrease or something. So like... Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess the, oh, the best thing we should do is like wear a mask so like everything will settle down. And so we, we see a higher chance, you know, of schools opening and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. At Shaolus underscore 28 asked, what are AP scores used for? So I, I looked it up and according to Princeton Review, AP scores can earn college credit. Some colleges like will, you, will give you college credit if you pass the AP exam. These credits count toward graduation requirements so this means you can take fewer classes in college Mm -hmm. um and yeah so like let's say your ap scores like don't end up earning your college credit or allowing you to place out of certain courses like most colleges like will respect your decision to push yourself and like you know you should take an ap course and so and then like ap exams like scored from one to five five being like really good and one being like super low and bad so if you get a really high score on your AP exam, it just shows how, um, how master like how you have mastered that skill and the topic that is taught in like many high school courses. 
and many schools will take that into account during the admissions process. Our next question is from at Prachi Carr. In your opinion, will distance learning be harder or easier for us? So what do you think, Devu? Um, I honestly don't know because I had distance learning as a senior and as a second semester senior, you're already very lazy. Um, (laughs) Learning didn't really affect how much effort I put into my work because I was practically done. And I don't recommend being lazy senior year because it's still important. Education is still important. Um, But yeah, I'm currently taking a few summer classes and two of them just ended. They were originally supposed to be in person, but due to obvious circumstances, they were online. But um, it honestly didn't make a big difference for me because I still had a scheduled class time. I was expected, um, except they were on Zoom and I was required to um, show up to class and take lecture notes. And for me, it wasn't too bad. Mm, Okay. I think distance learning is gonna be harder for me, especially when I'm taking harder classes. Uh, I'm this year is gonna be my first time taking an AP. I'm taking AP US history, so I have no idea I'm gonna manage that, especially when it's online. You know, for some people, online classes may be easier for them than other people. It might be different. It depends who you are. Online classes may give no motivation for people, motivation for people yeah. to study. You know, like going to online class for eight hours and then completing homework assignments after that. That's not gonna work for some people. So it depends on who you are. Yeah, I agree with Mega too. Cause like for me, I think in like from March to like all the way to June, it was like kind of easy, but harder for me too. Cause like all the assignments and you had to complete them on time. And again, like a lot of people were lazy. Cause like since the grading like shifted to the pass or fail system, a lot of people just gave up. They're like, oh, and then people like their grade just dropped to an F and they didn't even care about it. But then what I was wondering about, so Devu, so would colleges like still look into it? Let's say you failed, but then like, do you have to like do something or like if you pass, would they still look into it like that? Yeah, like I that? mean, obviously they're still gonna look at it because I'm, because if you, it's like this: if you get an A, they're gonna look at it, and if you get an F, they're gonna look at it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, I feel like it's the same thing. So it except- still matters. Okay. 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 Yeah, yeah I, I think like you know, right now they announced that you know like it's all from like distance learning like online all the classes are online I mean they haven't like announced like how is it going to be like the coordination and stuff but I think like you know no one like wants to stare at the screen for like eight hours straight and you know it's like bad for your eyes and so I think that's harder that way and some people who are living on like low income they might have to help their family out or something like that so in that case they can't like attend the classes and stuff like that so our last question of the day is from my friend Como, and she says, how will the class of incoming juniors be affected by the current situation and now that most of California schools are going online for the upcoming school year? So yeah, um, like Mega said, I think it just depends on the person because someone could actually end up doing better when they're learning at home. But you know, I'll be completely honest with you. I'm not sure because I haven't really experienced something like this before and the time I did online school was my last semester of high school and like I said I was just ready to graduate and get things over with. Um, But I don't think it'll be too bad if anything I feel like it'll be a little easier because you are going to be working at the comfort of your own home. So yeah. 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 Hopefully this year it's not going to be too hard especially with SATs and AP classes. 
and like the whole thing. I think like e- like everything it's like really new to us. So like they were yeah. like loud out here, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh-huh. she's like, "Yo, I'm chilling." So I think yeah. I think I hope it you know recovers soon so we can like do our work and stuff. <laughs> so thank you so much Devo for being a part of this podcast and I'm really sorry that you couldn't enjoy your senior year to the fullest but I wish you the best of luck to you in UC Davis and in the future. Hope to see you soon and keep dancing. Never let that passion go. <laughs> yes, once again thank you for joining us. I'm really happy that we got to talk to you about your experience. This helped me answer the questions I had and I learned a lot from you. I'm sure many of our listeners in this same state benefited as well. Again, congratulations for getting to UC Davis and I hope you have a great time there. Thank you so much and thank you for having me. You're welcome, well, no problem. Yeah. Maybe next time you can come to like come as a guest speaker again and maybe we can talk about your college experience. Yeah, I mean, college. Like there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we take a break now? Sure, coming back we'll have our MMWBAM the motivational moment with Mega and Barsha. and some other shout outs so keep listening folks we'll be right back and we are back and we're going to talk about three quotes that we picked for motivational moment with Varsha and Mega one M-M-W-V-A-M. of W V A S yes One of my favorite quotes is from Harry Potter and it is happiness can be found in the darkest times if only one remembers to turn turn on the light. Dumbledore. This quote always stood out to me. I've even made it into a wallpaper. I find this really inspiring because it says that happiness doesn't just go away. It's always there even the worst of times. We just don't see it. We need to turn on the light. We need to find the happiness, find the moment. I completely agree with Mega because I myself am a Harry Potter fan and I'm still on the fifth book. I have three more chapters left because yesterday, like, I slept at 11:30 and I was reading it. So, so, so interesting. And I think this quote means that even if you're like depressed or sad, you still find something that makes you happy in that time. And I think in your darkest times, you want to find out like a memory that makes you happy and not let that sad moment to bring you down and ruin you. I really like Dumbledore's advice to everyone he gave in the Great Hall, like whoever there was being you know, present, and mm-hmm. it's actually such a great message for us as well to do what he said. The next yes. quote is, "You can't start the next chapter of your life if you keep rereading the last one by anonymous." I think this quote is beautifully written because just like the last quote Mega was saying, I think the same applies here. Like in life, you have to lead with happiness like You shouldn't lead it with sadness. The thing with sadness, it really like brings you down and like with that one happy moment you thought of will lighten up your day automatically. This message is simply saying that you can't move forward if you keep remembering what happened in the past. You can't erase it from your past. It will still be there. But to forget the past, you just have to change something that you will do in the future. You should just stop making the same mistakes again. Yes, beautifully said. I like that. This quote is also really motivational for anyone who needs to push. It's basically saying like, you know, don't get stuck reliving the same exact lifestyle, especially if it's not getting you anywhere. The only way to move on is to find something else that excites you. To stop the repeated lifestyle and to change it up. Start the next chapter of your life. Wow, well said, Mega. Thank you. And our last quote of the day is In the end, it's not going to matter how many breaths you took, but how many moments took your breath away. by anonymous. This type of quote shows how life 
how precious life really is. Life is short, but it doesn't mean that we don't have enough time to accomplish things. Use your life, go out explore, get out of your comfort zone, take risks, or go do something that makes you happy, like, you know, spending time with friends, traveling, whatever. Just make sure to live your life to the fullest. Yeah, and I completely agree again, Amaya, because this quote like is really beautifully written. I really, this is like one of my favorite quotes out of the three that we just talked about. I don't know if you have guys heard. Have you got? Have you heard of Sushant Singh Rajput Yeah, I have. It's yeah, so so it's pretty sad. Yeah, and we all know his story. How he, you know, committed suicide. We don't know what the reason is, and people say it's because of nepotism and a lot of other issues. Like you know, like a lot of people are debating on that. And it was really devastating for the people to see such a young actor pass away too quickly. And like in my leisure time, like after he like passed away, I was watching like the interviews and like the movies and the songs he acted in. And it was really heartbreaking for me as well. And just like we, we did not expect him to die right now in life, there'll be many highs and lows. You just have to cherish the happy memories, just like the pen sleeve in Harry Potter. If you guys don't know guys you should read harry potter because you wouldn't understand what i'm gonna say right now so, <laughs> yeah. memories just like the pensive in harry potter where the wizards all put their memories sad or happy into a magical pool and when they grow older they kind of grieve from it and they like you know look into the memory and they're like oh wow you know i didn't know this happened and they kind of like relive. basically it's like a memory tape but like you can like you can yeah, see you your can memories see it. See it. So you I'm, can see I'm, it pretty cool right so yeah and i heard like on the news like yesterday i think i was reading i don't know if you have guys heard but yesterday i was reading this article where this nine-year-old girl was a fan of shishant singh rajput and because he died and he because he died she committed suicide so what happened is was um she was you know staying at home and her parents went out to get groceries right because you know you shouldn't like go with like a kid or anything you shouldn't go with the children when you're going out to buy groceries only two people maximum right so yeah, so her parents went out to buy groceries and they come back home and they see that the door is locked and they can't open it. So they go to the back of the house and see that she was hanging from the ceiling. And I was like, oh my, oh god. my god. And it was just so heartbreaking for me. And yeah, so... So the, she died because of... Because of Shishu but Yeah, because of him, Brian. And guys, please do not do this. This is actually a serious problem that's happening. You guys have to take care of your mental health and, you know, just take care yeah. of like don't mess up with your life because you only have one life and you can't just lose that life you know so mm-hmm. yeah. please so get help that, if you need help yeah yeah need help like i think there's a suicide hotline you guys can search it up mm-hmm. if you need help please ask for help that in mind even now many moments that we experience take our breath away and for me that's like the ocean you know wow yeah i like that the ocean is like honestly i really want to go to the beach during this time but because of a lot of people there and the cases are increasing mm-hmm. i haven't gone to the beach in a while now since before i like before the coronavirus again i guess the last time i went to the beach was like last year in october um santa wow. cruz mm-hmm. or november somewhere like that i went with my friend and we had like a good time after that i haven't even been to the beach so i really want to go to the beach and you know just appreciate life i think when you go to the ocean like in the movies you appreciate life and like you think about oh what am i doing like what can make my life a little bit better and that's for me for me that's like the ocean that takes my breath away so beautifully said again good job i love the explanation <laughs> thank you mm-hmm. i hope you guys enjoyed this episode it was really fun that david joined us right mega yes of course i think 
I know a lot about what to do in the future, and this episode was super beneficial for me. I learned a lot from Devika, and we were really fortunate to have someone older than us to talk about her experience and give advice. Yeah, I also agree with that, Mega, because I'm really, I'm really like glad that she came here, and you know, she took the time out of her studies and study hours to come talk with us, and you know, I really appreciate that because not many guest speakers do that. And I'm really, I really, I'm really glad that she, you know, took the time just to talk with, talk about like about our education and our future. Yeah. So thank you, Devika, for joining us. Thanks, Devika. As usual, along with Mega and I, we thank all our listeners around the world for supporting and loving us. Thanks for tuning in with us for episode five, and remember to follow at Megaversion Twenty Twenty on Instagram for shoutouts and requests. Feedback are welcome. We also have a YouTube channel, so make sure to subscribe as you guys can listen to us on YouTube as well. So other than Anchor, you guys, that's like another social platform. Our active listener shout out for this week goes to drumroll, please, Mega at Parkshi underscore VV. Thank you so much for listening to all episodes and the feedback you've given us. Yeah, thank you, Harshini, for listening to all our episodes, as said before, and. We really appreciate that. You guys can also record a message as well on Anchor, so we can hear and reply back to you. Have a fantastic day, and remember to stay safe and positive. By the way, guys, huge reminder: the food banks are low in supplies, and they are in need of money. To help them, all you have to do is to make a small donation to us, and that donation will be counted for the food banks. Yes, the links will be in the description. We also have a website where we make updates, so check that out as well. It'll be in the description, along with Varsha and me. Adios amigos. Adios amigos. Hey, I'm Mike. And this year, thanks to Metro, nothing's getting between me and my holidays. As a rideshare driver, I know a thing or two about going the extra mile, and Metro's helping me go even further. Metro covered the switching fees and gave me and the family high-speed data for only $25 a line for four lines. Plus, we scored four free Galaxy phones from Metro just for switching. Now we can all get in the holiday spirit, streaming our favorite tunes and ringing the new year over video chat with family and friends. You work hard. Switching to Metro isn't. This season, there's zero fees to switch, and right now, enjoy Metro's lowest price—just twenty-five bucks a line for four lines, plus four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. I'm Mike, and that's how I rule my holiday with Metro. Plus device sales tax with eligible port in a no T-Mobile service in past 180 days. One phone per line while supplies last. If new line deactivates, all lines lose four line promo rate. Additional terms apply. Limited time offer. See Metro by T-Mobile.com.